Hello, I'm Isaac Foster, intern here at the 908, and I just want to make a quick disclaimer that this episode of Shoot Your Shot includes some very vulgar, explicit language that you would not want to have in front of your children. Now remember, life is great in the 908. The name on the front is a hell of a lot more important than the one on the back. Get that through your head! I don't care what the scoreboard says, at the end of the game, in my book, we're going to be winners. I'll make it. You don't do that to a man. He's got a million dollar idea right here. Billion dollar idea. Even better, let him flow. Well, there's nothing like a cold one after a long day, huh? Here's to feeling good all the time. And now, from the 908 studio, this is Shoot Your Shot. Brought to you by 908, where life is great. Welcome back to the show. Shoot your shot, Paul Slater, the chosen one. John Grosser, the boss man. John, do we have some news for the listeners? People say that we're dreamers. Mm-hmm. No, John, we're not. Well, I'm not the only one. Well, we're not dreamers. We're doers, my friend. That's true. And what did we do? Why don't you break the news? Well, it's been it's been a New Year's resolution for a couple of years now. Yeah, you know, it's taken a couple of years, but we we really wanted to hit it hard in 2020 because uh-huh. it's a new decade. Well, it is a new decade. And what did we do? We went to the only winery in Long Beach, Water's Edge Winery. First winery we've ever been to, John, and let me tell you, it was a hit. Big winery guy. Oh my, dude, there I don't know if I've ever had a better time. If you're not a sommelier in, in a week, well, we already said you are, but I'm talking real deal. What are the Somalia. chances I take the test and just pass it? It's is it multiple it, choice? If it is, it's about 60%. I was pretty damn good at the SAT. Uh, yeah. So. You just leave a couple of blank if you don't know. Yeah, I think you could do I it. I think I could. Like, you, you know it's just the snobbiest answer wins. Yeah, for sure. Like, what Like what do you say? Like, if they just give you any wine, you're like, no, this is trash. Yeah, well, this doesn't even have legs. <laughs> uh, absolutely electric time. I said it after... We left, John, and I was a little bit saucy after like the 12 glasses of wine that I drank or whatever, mm-hmm. but I woke up this morning and I'm I'm still going to be honest with you. I think it's my favorite place in the city. It Water's was Edge Winery. an unbelievable time. We have, so we, we took a visit to the winery. The owner, Colin Mitzenmacher, who we have on the show, we got an interview here in a little bit, uh, treated us like kings during that wine tasting thing that we had going on. Yeah. It was incredible. Yeah. Had a blast. What an atmosphere. <laughs> and for those of you who, who are worried that anything about Paul Slater changed, it didn't. He was there in basketball shorts. And <laughs> sweatshirt. I looked over you and I was like, you are embarrassing me. No, no, no. I didn't have basketball shorts what on. What were you wearing? You did not look like you were, like, at least I had jeans on. Uh, well, I had, didn't have basketball shorts on. I had nice, some hybrids, oh. some golf shorts. I'm a Callaway guy, just like Phil Mickelson. Mm-hmm. I had some golf shorts on. I didn't look that bad. You didn't look good. I didn't look good. Damn it. Well, you just didn't, you just looked you just looked like you weren't at a winery. You well, looked like you were in your living room, but technically you were. I was. Mm-hmm. You know, be, you know a winery is not really a location, John. It's a spot in your heart, and yeah. that's where I was. We literally, you learn so much. See now, I get now I get all the people that I used to hate because as soon as you know the knowledge, you just got to spread it. I don't want to give too much away because the interview is pretty electric. Uh, yeah, we, yeah, I don't either. What? Uh, yeah, I don't want to give it away. But I also kind of just want to go to Trader Joe's and ask a bunch of snobby questions. Yeah, I agree. People there. I agree. Actually, real quick, uh, 
Can I be completely honest with you? Yeah. Oh, is it okay? Do I have the permission? Yeah. Uh, I went home after the interview and I had a little Carlo Rossi put some cubes in it. Yeah. Still love it. Yeah. Same. You I, know, I, I, it didn't yeah. change who I am inside. Well, listen. I'm there for the experience. If I can have that, well, you'll hear about this wine we had. If I could have some Big Daddy Red, I want some. <laughs> I want some Big Daddy Red. But hey, just in my humble abode over here, you know, I I also went home and had a little cheap wine. Right. It wasn't bad. No, you know here. So Water's Edge is a little bit. It's off of Pine Street downtown. It, yeah. You know what, John? And we we said it as we were leaving. You know, we we've talked smack downtown downtown. Yeah. For quite a while now i'm turning into a downtown guy it's changing well once it's right across from alter logic brewing that's when i can't wait that's gonna be the they switch. got coors light there too right? oh yeah they're gonna have coors light yeah. there and then we have the winery there we got uh the carvery i don't know what the hell that place is but sounds like they got a knife uh <laughs> padre my new spot yeah padre are you kidding me yeah the one thing that water's Edge winery didn't have was any 14 dollar bone marrow <laughs> Which is kind of a shame. Yeah, a little bit of a disappointment, if you ask me. They served. They served us one little truffle last night. It was like the size of a quarter, and that was more food than I had in this one little sampling in my entire bone marrow meal. At Padre. did we talk about it at the at, during the interview? I forget. I had such that a good truffle. time that I just don't even remember the I don't, Yeah, I don't. I, it was all just it flowed seamlessly like a good glass of wine. Yeah, dude. So I don't know what was on camera, what was off camera. People are going to love this place. Yeah, they are. Absolutely. Well, especially our listeners. Mm-hmm. Ooh, if you're a listener, which you are if you're listening to this, you should go. And I don't know if it's going to get you anything, but just like, just mention us. Yeah, mention mention our name. They'll Absolutely. probably take a little bit better care of you. I don't know. Oh, they definitely will. I, I, I don't know if they're going to get you anything, but like, you know. Ooh, by the way, that happy hour thing that they're, that uh, Colin was letting us they're know about. pretty good. I forget what he said or what the times were, but I know he said there's going to be like free finger foods during the happy hour. Yeah. Right? We, we left the place and Paul goes, you know what I like about that place is it's the type of place you just get there at like 4 p.m. and have a good time. And then he goes, wait, what? You know what? You could even get there at 3 p.m. <laughs> <laughs> he must have been drunk. And then no, but then you said, hear me out. <laughs> 2 p.m. Yeah, we so we might be there at 2 p.m. every day getting the happy hour on. What a time. What a time. God, we're so good at wine. I am good at wine and beer. Oh, they do have beer there. Two beers. I'm talking about, like, we're both good at both. Like, I've gotten so good at wine, but I haven't lost my ability to drink beer. Right. You know what I mean? We're we're utility men. We're utility men. Also, I still love Four Locos. Mm -hmm. He was talking about, Colin was talking about Four Locos. That's the reason why, what? Oh, you can't caffeinate wine. You can't caffeinate wine. Because of Four Locos. God, we learned so many things, bro. Uh, before we get to the interview, John, let's, uh, let's take care of some stuff. Do you, do you have a grind my gears? Do you have anything you want to bring up about last weekend? I don't know. I'm asking you. I'm not like trying to like push you into you it. You said I'm... last weekend, which I was on vacation, John. And you said, oh yeah. You said grind my gears. They don't even go in the same sentence. Yeah, so. that's true. You well, think I was grinding my gears on vacation? No. What I meant was, did the, did... do you have this or that? It's not this and or that. It's this or or that oh well i still like our idea about a vacation swap what was it so job swap job, job swap, swap the week for vacation yeah and then somehow we need to also add on like the day after vacation it sucks okay when yeah. you're back yeah 
See, that's the worst part about vacation is that last day when you realize, mm -hmm. oh shit, I have to do stuff tomorrow. Yeah. The, yeah. So how? But I think that's that's what makes vacation so special, though. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. That day when you go, that you come back, you're like, damn, that vacation was sick. Yeah. You know. But if it's just a never end vacation, you're just like, like, oh, this is just a normal day. Also, I realize how much I love. Uh like it's it's so much easier to drive a car to vacation, but when you're on the plane, Sunday's a drinking day. Oh yeah. But when you're driving back, it's not. You gotta get high in the sky, John. Ugh, I should have get high I in the flown sky. to San Diego. You should have. Would have been easy. Oh God. The flight would have been like an hour, right? And then you just and then maybe I less. I would have flown back at like ten PM Sunday night and just prolonged the shit out of that. Yeah, you just black on the plane. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's good for, you know why? Because I don't know if you've heard this, you get drunker higher mm -hmm. elevation and whatnot. So you don't have to drink as much. So it's good for your body and you feel the same. Yeah. Uh, but that that's it. I had a pretty good time. Did you have a grind my gears? Well, I got to grind my gears because it's not really that big of a deal. But so the the Academy Awards were, were Sunday, right? Yeah. And I was doing a little research and I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. Do I have permission to be completely honest again? Yes, man. Yes, uh, sir. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I haven't watched a movie that's been nominated for an Academy Award in like 10 years. Yeah, that's probably true. Which is kind of messed up. I was going through it and that's, isn't that messed up? That is messed up. Well, how, like, why don't I have, well, if I go to watch a movie, which isn't that often, I'm just flipping through Will Ferrell movies. So let's be honest. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. But like, I've seen Star Wars. True. You know, stuff like that. But that's not, that wasn't nominated. I think the last one I saw was Django Unchained. You ever oh, seen nice. that one? I haven't seen Hell it. Hell of a movie. What about, uh, I watched that one Western about Buster Scruggs or something. Was that ever nominated? I'm not sure. Something about Scruggs. I don't know what that means. Okay. <laughs> oh, my guy, my gears. So, I want to see, this was a big hyped up Academy Awards. I guess the ratings weren't that high, but I was hearing a lot about it. Okay. 1917. Uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Uh, Parasite, all these movies. Par okay, I, I want to see them. But Parasite is supposed to be like the sickest movie of all time. Everybody keeps talking about it. But dude, it's all subtitles. That's my nightmare. I can't watch that movie. That's not going to work. I can't watch that movie, John. I've never heard I've never heard of any of these movies. I heard of Once Upon a Time. But like, I tried to watch Academy Awards and I've never heard of the movies. What am I watching? I, uh, yeah. Well, you got to watch 1917. I heard what it's What is sick. that? Is that a it's war It's like a movie? war movie. It's like Saving Private Ryan. Oh. Yeah. You seen that one? What like year does it take place? <laughs> hey. Hey, well. Uh, <laughs> you almost got me. You almost got oh, me. Oh, boy. It's uh, early. <laughs> Woo! Uh, yeah. So I got to freaking... I have to watch this movie, but I have to read the subtitles the whole time. I'm not going to be able to keep up with it because it's going to be on the screen, and then I'm going to be halfway through the sentence, and it's going to disappear. Yeah. Oh, you could go slow-mo. Ooh, that's not bad. It's not a bad idea. And it's all going to be in a different language, so I won't even need to worry about it being slow. That's not that bad of an idea. Would it be more worth it to just for you to just call it quits, move to Korea for two years, and try to learn the language? I think that's. I think that might be better off than me just You have reading. a better chance of understanding the movie that yeah. way. Yeah. Yeah. Or they could... I wonder if they just have like a dub. Like, can they just dub it over? Do you think Korean barbecue actually exists in Korea? I think it's just barbecue. Is it? Right. Yeah. Well... Is like burgers and and like 
steaks. Korea, Isn't that like burger. American American <laughs> barbecue? <laughs> they probably call it American burger. Yeah. I'm sure they do. I had Korean barbecue the other day, by the oh, way. Yeah. Oh, God, man. I'm telling you, it's. I just don't think I've had it. Have really? I? Yeah, I think so. Oh, maybe. I Haven't have. we gone with with uh, producer Nick before? No, he just talked. He just said he was going to invite us like eighty times. Oh, you didn't go. Us. Oh, I went. Oh, it's because you're a dickhead. That's why. What? I don't think I got invited. Yeah, exactly. You're a dick. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. No, uh, but it was a good time. I wish you would have been there. Well, that sounds great. <laughs> All right. Do uh, you got anything else? No. Okay. Let's go to the only thing that makes me happy in you- life. You know Got what? Big red wine Speaking guy. Of vacation. I walked in that into that place a big red wine guy. You guys need to go. It's awful. Let's see what the the address is. Waters Edge Winery, 217 Pine Avenue. Uh or visit if you got any questions, what is it? www.longbeach.com. www.wewlongbeach.com. Yep. Uh if you got any questions, visit that or just listen to the interview. Absolutely electric. We were a little bit loose. But that's not our fault. It's not. No. It's, it, well, he gives us. He gives like eighty wines before we started talking. Okay, let's get to the interview. Colin Mitz and Mocker at Waters Edge Winery, Long Beach. Wow! Welcome to the Seven Hundred Club, kid. Here we are, live. Our first winery. People thought we weren't going to no. do it. Shame on you, listeners. Shame we, on you. We pulled trig very fast. Yeah. This was within the first two months of the year. Yeah. You kidding me? We're at Waters Edge Winery in Long Beach on Pine. We got Colin Mitzenmacher on the show, owner, co-owner, right, with your pops. Co-owner, Is that right? Maker, yep. Well, welcome to the show. Thanks, Thanks for, for having, having us at your great establishment here. I'm are you kidding me? Happy to have you guys here. I'm glad you're enjoying it so far, dude. It's electric. I've had an unbelievable time. I'm a huge winery guy now. I'm surprised I haven't been to more. Yeah. What? Well, because uh, it's dangerous. You start. You, yeah. You come in here thinking you're one guy, and you leave thinking you're another. What's messed we'll up? Get into that, but. <laughs> What's messed up? <laughs> I was just going to say, what's messed up is that we should have done the taste test after the interview, Colin, because I'm going to feel like I'm an expert while we're talking during this interview. And I'm just dealing with a huge identity crisis. <laughs> I'm in the middle of a big identity it's crisis. It's okay. We think we want one thing, and then you know we leave wanting another. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I don't know what it means. I'm just saying. <clears throat> All right. So let's let's break it down for the, for the listeners. Uh, when did this place open up? How did this come about? Like, Give me a, a, a quick synopsis of the history of of this place yeah so here's the rundown uh so basically um my father and i started in the industry in 2012 uh he started as director of operations for our corporate headquarters we are a franchise um and i started at uh behind the bar because i had been in service uh pretty much my whole life so i figured you know might as well jump behind the bar and and get it started again uh so from there i uh made friends with the only guys that worked at the winery which were the winemakers and uh, kind of built myself up through the ranks. Uh, so I started bottom of the totem pole. He kind of started top. Um, from there, I had a couple opportunities to become winemaker and GM of a couple different wineries. So I started to kind of move up uh, the ranks and learn a lot. And then uh, I went to Oregon for two years, made wine with a couple uh, winemakers there from Burgundy, France. Uh, really influenced me to kind of uh, make the wine uh, more expressive, uh, kind of let the grapes express themselves, which you guys tried today and you enjoyed. Um, and then from there, uh, I got a call from my pops while I was in Oregon. He said, Hey, we have an opportunity to open Long Beach's first winery. And the big thing for me was being the first of my kind in, uh, in a city, especially in Southern California. It was great to come back home. And, uh, we opened this, uh, it took two years. So, uh, we opened in October of 2019 
And uh, it's been great so far. I mean, we've had a great reception from the people who come here. They absolutely love what we have to offer. Um, it's fun because we make 50 different wines from vineyards all over the world. Uh, so you really get to try uh, something different on a regular basis here, which is kind of the goal. Um, and we'll always be rotating. We'll have limited editions coming in. We'll have staples that'll be on the menu. Uh, but it's just a fun food and wine experience uh, that's very non-pretentious, if you guys would agree. 100%. Wow. Well, I'm talking to uh, you and Paul. Two of the more pretentious guys I know. <laughs> so, uh, wait, can you tell me where you're from originally, and then where where were you working at before you went to Oregon? Uh, so I actually uh, uh, grew up between Ranch Cucamonga and uh, Glendora, so Inland Empire, uh, Los Angeles Hills kind of well, thing. High school. I uh, went to Damien High School. Oh. Damien, okay. Oh boy. Yeah. 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 What are they, like the Brahmas or something? No, that's Spartans. Diamond Bar. Spartans. Once yeah. a Spartan, always a Spartan. Come back yeah. with your shield or on it. <laughs> we, <laughs> I like that. We've lost a basketball game up there. I think. Yeah, we have. Yeah. We have. Well, we I mean, definitely we have. That kind of money on a gymnasium. We better run a few of them. <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. Hundred percent. Wow, very nice. LeBron was just up there recently. Was he? Yeah, Bronny was playing against Damien. Really? Yeah, it's pretty dope. Oh, what did you go? Absolutely not. You no. know that LeBron? Well, that you don't even know. You don't even know if he's going to be there. Or not. LeBron's a big wine guy. I don't know if you know. He did, yeah, the NBA is big in wine. Yeah. Chris Paul and and all those guys are are, are digging on the wine scene. LeBron got to get him down here. When LeBron Dwayne has Wade's his off days, yeah, bring him in. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm in. When LeBron has his off days, he puts it in his little thermos, his little like right. hydro flask on the bench. You're it's right. true. I'm telling you, he would. You know what he would like? He would like this. Uh, this this uh, with the old the grandma's jam wine. What's one of that? What's that called again? I forget. The Big Daddy Red. The Big Daddy Red. I always yeah. say everybody needs a little Big Daddy in their lives. Yeah. Well, my uh, wine. What do I say? My wine tasting fits my basketball game. You know, just just your buttery white guy with <laughs> <laughs> with with a yeah. great three point shot, smooth and silky. Yeah. <laughs> can we clear it up, John? Are okay, you a white wine guy now? Cool. No. Let's just talk. Can we talk it out? You okay, let's s- talk it s- out. You start by liking one thing. Okay, I came in here, a r- only red wine guy, and this is the most delicious. Do you want to talk about this white wine? This is the most delicious thing I've ever tasted. So I would say that, uh, the Luna Bianca is a uh, buttery oaky Chardonnay. All the grapes coming up, Paso Robles, 10% Semillon in there uh, at a Monterey. Uh, it's a, just a really fun white wine, uh, whether it's a, a nice winter day and you're eating a steak or you're enjoying yourself on the beach chilling. Yes, I don't ever do either of those. But but or in your bed. <laughs> See there. Watching you go. Seinfeld. That sounds <laughs> yeah, like that, right yeah. up could your I, alley, John. Could this go down with some George Casanza? That is actually a know. wonderful pairing. Okay. Oh, see? <laughs> okay. What was- so let me just talk about this. Okay, do I love this wine? Yes, I think it's one of the most delicious things I've ever tasted. Okay. Am I a white wine guy? No, because nothing else tastes like this. That's why I can't be like if you give okay. me a crappy red, okay. I'll still like it. Okay. But I don't think you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, I get it. It's like a white wine sauce that you cook in. That's what it reminds me of. I cook with my wine all the time. Do you do? Yeah, sometimes I put it in my food. This one right here. I cook with my wine all the time, and sometimes <laughs> I put it in my food. <laughs> Wait, what was the wine? Oh, I get it. I get it. <laughs> what was the wine? I'm going to use it all the time. What was the wine where you said, what does it go with, and you said a glass? Which one is that Big one? Big Daddy Red. Oh, the, yeah. Oh, that Big Daddy. See, exactly what Paul's drinking. Yep. I think that's actually <laughs> my that's favorite. Why, this is why it's my favorite. Well, it tastes like my grandma's jam. People want to know what my... Uh, my. That's a very jam. What do you call it? A very j- jammy. 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 jammy yeah. yeah, you guys are on one tonight. Oh, Should have done the tasting after. <laughs> yeah, we get drunk very easily. Yeah. Well, uh, I haven't had anything to eat because you told me just to bring a glass, and here I am. That's yeah. not true. I fed you. Oh, true. What do we? Oh, what do we have tonight? Well, the <laughs> the fried goat cheese with the truffle, the honey truffle. Are you kidding me? Well, it's the best thing I've ever had. 
I told John it's the best thing I ever had. That's actually on our friends and family for never feeding us that. What yeah, the hell? that's is messed that new? up. Is that a new item I, I, in I, America? I, I think it's just something that you just mess around with and it comes out and you're like, that's actually pretty good. <laughs> well, I didn't, that's not what I expected. And I, well, I assume if you have a fryer, you just start throwing everything you think of in it. Like, I, I don't have a fryer. That's actually 100% accurate. <laughs> yeah. If I had a fryer, that's what I would be pulling yeah. off. Can you give us like – all right, so we you gave us a rundown of – What did uh, we just – did we just do something like – an experience we we did the wine tasting experience. Right? Yeah, so you guys got to experience our, our edge experience. Um, so basically, what we do is we do a five wine tasting um, on a regular basis. Uh, we switch those five wines every week, so there's something different. Uh, the reason why we do that is that we actually have an awesome wine club here, um, and uh, our, our members get complimentary tastings for them and a guest whenever they visit. So it's kind of a cool thing to be able to come in and try different wines every time they're here. Very cool. Okay, so I'm probably not going to remember everything that i that i learned i i learned a lot of good stuff i know that the the white wine here is buttery and it's oaky and it's great i know that the big daddy reds it's a, a three blender mm-hmm. with the cab sav the zin and syrah syrah see i'm, I'm getting there yeah, well, cab sav and a uh, rosé aren't too far from each other oh the rosé was bomb i forgot about the rosé oh yeah the rosé the rosé was very yeah. good provence yeah. in style uh we feature it on on saturdays and sundays for brunch i mean rosé all day kind of thing you know uh-huh rosé all day with khalifa he loves it. it's his favorite uh also the sangria all the ladies look a lot of ladies listen to this podcast not to brag but uh, the ladies are gonna love the sangria. That's true. Oh my! And we goodness. paired up that pineapple pear sangria with the uh, with the fried goat cheese yeah. and the honey oh. truffle, and that was just yeah. Don't tea, even right? get them started. Don't yeah. Even well. <laughs> All right. So I'm not gonna like I said. I'm not gonna remember everything. Uh, give me some like basic things that I can say, even if I'm like kind of lying. I know you you don't want to like if I'm like just drinking wine at home or something like that with a couple of baddies, you know. Just hear me out. Uh, and I'm just sipping. What can I say like that can be so generic that they'd be like, yeah, you're right. Work with the rule of three. Okay. So, oh, I'm so ready for this. So you, uh, you take, you, so first off you want to look, uh, cause you want to look, you want to so you want to see, you want to taste and you want to smell. Okay. See, taste, Excuse me. Opposite way of yeah. that. Sorry. See, see smell, smell, taste. taste. Yeah. So you want to see it, see the color, enjoy it. Um, always when you look at the wine, uh, look at it down over something that has a light background so that you can kind of see the color of the wine. From there, uh, you want to smell it. Uh, I always say the rule of three is you want to smell from uh, the chest, uh, then you want to take it up to your uh, chin, and then you want to finish um, uh, up in your nose. So a lot of people think that you just take the wine and bring it right up to your nose and smell it. There, there are stages to this, so you can really get the full complexity of what the wine's doing. Which so is I was fun. embarrassing myself today when I was going straight to the yeah. Absolutely not. You guys I, were enjoying yourselves. I honestly didn't say anything, but it was... <laughs> It was, I was pretty I was not bad. Happy that I was here at the same time as you. Chest. To what? Chest. Chest chin. chin. Nose. And then on top of your head. <laughs> okay. And then, okay, smell. And then we're going to want to taste it three times. So you're going to want to take one sip to kind of cleanse your palate. The second sip's going to be for you to get a little bit more of the wine. And then the third taste, you can do the swirl, you can do the taste, you can do the slurp like they do, and you're going to get the full complexity of the wine on that third I heard that you're not supposed to swirl. Somebody told me that. So it releases the bouquet of the wine. This? So you're not supposed to swirl it in the beginning because you want to see what it tastes like, it smells like beforehand. But when you open up the aromas, it brings about a whole new side of the wine. Because anytime you're bringing any oxidization to the wine is when you start to get all the different nuances. Okay. Okay. So now I can swirl. 
Do you think you know every single word in the game to say about wine? Like oxidation. Like there's like, how many of them are there? Like 50? Oh, there's thousands. Have you ever, have you ever introduced your own? There's thousands and, and the English language isn't the only language spoken. <laughs> that's, that's true. That's true. That's true. Uh, what is it? There's new vitals every day. Oxidization. What is it? New vitals every day? What is it? There's, there's 5,000 plus different varietals in the world. Varietals. 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 So anybody who says that they know everything about wine, I doubt it. I call bullshit. Yeah. See? There's new varietals every day. Dude. However, these master sommeliers are making a couple hundred thousand dollars a year based on their knowledge alone. Are online. you a sommelier? No, no, no. My, How do you my, say it? Sommelier. Yeah, sommelier. So in my opinion, um, you're only as important as that piece of paper, and I don't need a piece of paper, in my opinion, only because I make the wine from the beginning to the end, so I learn about the nuances from fermentation to racking to filtering to bottle, and then obviously after aging. Um, however, I've been uh, approached about it so many times that Ooh. I might just do it to tell people that I'm oh so you can just what you just gotta like take a test how do you become yeah a so basically yet? uh you, you you take a prerequisite test um and then there's three different levels to it um there's the uh the prerequisite and then there's the first level second level advanced and then there's the master and there's only 300 plus masters in the world billions Whoa. of people 300 plus masters in the that's world that's it yeah i've seen the netflix movie it's real wow that's what you gotta so, do so so there's so you're there's no way we can do it, right? Like, how well, long would it take well, us to... Well, I am a sommelier. We forget. We forget <laughs> no, that we start calling me this. That's a good point. So, so we just call you Som now? Yeah, we call yeah. We, we actually said he was a Som. But don't tell anybody he's not. Colin, like, I'm not going to look down on you, although I do look down on you because you don't know anything about wine compared <laughs> to me. But I'm just going to humor you for the rest of this podcast and ask you questions because actually uh, I can kind of get you in on the program. Sit down. <laughs> Wonderful. Because he's never uh, listened to the show, John. Well, I've talked to the other 300 and we're, we're looking for a few more. <laughs> Uh, but, uh, do you, what, where did you live when you were trying out, when you started making the wine? And can you talk to us about how you, you like actually hands-on make this wine? Yeah. So, uh, I, uh, what we do is we, we, we get the juice, uh, or the grape must, um, shipped in from vineyards all over the world. So Argentina, France, Italy, Spain, great Chile, must. Um, Chile, great must, great must. Chile. Yeah. Yep. yep. Chile. So if I asked, if I asked some like waitress, Hey, where's this great must come from they she won't know but she'll think i'm pretty cool probably not so grape must is basically just the raw product of <laughs> the, the raw product of the juice okay so basically like when they crush the grapes and it turns into the juice it's all white by the way yeah in the beginning at yeah. the at the heart of all grapes is white wine yep wow but then the skin the skin tones yeah the skin contact skin yep. contact. yeah so you know, i'm more of a heart guy than a skin guy <laughs> I was gonna he's say about it, it. wow <laughs> Oh, Sada, you know, I'm a personality guy. There's no question about it. You really believe what's on the inside that counts, huh? But the moment you take butter out of white wine, I don't know if I'm going to like it. The butter You know what? That white wine is pretty good. It is so good. Malolactic fermentation does a lot for wine. Period. Which is, if the listeners, that just means butter. Yeah, it just means butter. The listeners, I feel like the listeners love me a little bit more than John, I would say. So I think this, they would love this one. The The Big Daddy Red. That was, I think, my number two. Yeah. The Barolo was the classic. Easily. Yeah, you can right? pair it like up so much. I'm just chilling. Wine. I'm having a yeah. date night. I'm that the is first glass I'm going to order is the Barolo. Good red Ooh, wine. Ooh, I got a quick question. Uh, it, why is it so bad to use ice cubes? Oh, is it bad to use ice cubes? Yeah, in your wine? you're diluting the wine. Okay. Sad. I know. Same thing as adding. Wondering, so same thing as adding orange juice to your mimosas. Yeah, What's right. the point? Let's do sparkling sangria. Alcohol right. on top of alcohol. Oh, alcohol on top of that changed my life actually. The, when you said that, that he was telling me he's like, this is just a truly but better 
Yeah, it was a truly, but like with more alcohol and like you have a better time drinking it. You know, and then after all of this tonight, you guys get to try my first experiment, which was the uh, Mexican coffee port, which was oh, so we're not something very special. Oh, is this going to be? It, Does it have alcohol is it in good it? Good or is it? Like, oh yes, oh, uh, 18, 18.1 percent. Oh my gosh, that's way higher than I, I usually I, drink. I like to say that wine gets the dab gen. <laughs> Jeez. All right. Well, I mean, like, do you, and you, do you have sleeping bags here? No, I was gonna get a Murphy bed though in the back, just fold down and up. That's not too bad. But then, I, then again, I got an apartment twenty-eight feet away. We all plan our commutes in California. You know, oh, nice. Just, that is very nice. Oh, good for you. That's sick. Uh, by the way, I'm telling you, if you're listening to this, you have to come to this place. It's, it's so electric cool. here. Well, I walked in today. I was like, "This is awesome." Well, I didn't know to, know what to expect. Well, obviously, I've never been to a winery, so I don't know. Yeah, I didn't know to start. But like when I walked in, I was just like, "Wow, this place is sick." Like this is exactly where I want to be. To describe a few different atmospheres where we could be enjoying this. Like, uh, I know you got have, like day drinking, you got night. You got yeah, tasting. I mean, we got our tasting room downstairs, which is fun to come into on a regular basis, whether it's the, the, the daytime or the nighttime. Um, we do live music in the tasting room, so a lot of people kind of pack the room on Friday and Saturday nights in particular, which is cool. Um, we got the upstairs, which are mezzanine. That's a great place to enjoy yourself. We got the skylights, so you got that natural light, which is fun to be able to kind of just enjoy your wine. It's a, it's a cool it's, it's a cool place to be because it's nice and warm and it transports you from pine. Pine has definitely a stigma to it a little bit, and yeah, so it's it kind of cool to start changing the dynamic of the area and making people understand that we're here to kind of give you that that comfortable place to come hang out especially you know women there's not going to be any guys drinking that whiskey or any of that that tequila to, to walk around and do stupid stuff you know well, look at look at the guys in this room very yeah. classy guys so i'm very so san diego yeah <laughs> i'm so classy it's stupid. uh also you get you can have dogs in here right That's yeah we're, two dogs. We're, we're dog friendly uh we have uh two dog patios but when it's cold don't tell anybody but you know it's fine that the pup's in here because uh, i like dogs more than humans most days <laughs> okay. well same it smells unbelievable in here like, oh that's that right there. Yeah, I was like, what, what is that? What yeah, we got, we got our escargot over there with the, uh, the, the Chardonnay garlic sauce that Chef put together. It's pretty delicious. I figured you guys would it's probably need... snail. I'm in. Okay, there's no reason to get crazy about it. It's just escargot. Remember, there's different languages yeah. and things oh, no. sound better. <laughs> no, but I, don't, I love it's food. It's a snail. <laughs> I absolutely well, love food. It's though. more or less an oxidization snail. Oxidization snail. You know what I think? I think you gave me the confidence today to... I think I can call, a little bit call it when it's oaky. There you go. That's where I think I stepped yeah. out of my first wine or winery, knowing that I could say this. This is this is oaky. This is a little oaky, smoky, oaky, smoky. What's the one? Uh, it was you said it was your baby. The one where it's got the the hint of bourbon on the end. Was that the one? Yeah. So I made a wine called Alamitos recently. Oh, Alamitos. Um, it was it was uh, a fun wine to make. It was um, Dry Creek Valley Sonoma Zinfandel. Um, so you get a little bit of jamminess, but it's a little bit of a drier part of, uh, of California to be able to grow uh, Zinfandel as opposed to like super hot on a regular basis. Uh, so it's just a little bit of a different flavor profile. And then I brought in uh, uh, bourbon barrel oak chips from Kentucky, and that's what gave it that, that whole little spice on the back end, that little hint of that bourbon. Uh, obviously no bourbon in it, uh, just bourbon barrels. Bourbon, the bourbon chips, John. Well, I know. I know how do you, so how long does it take to make like one batch? 
It depends. So, we're so in this, this room's sick. Yeah, what, I feel you, like what's going on in here? What is happening? Yeah, we're sitting in the production room. So this is where I get my hands dirty about five to six days a week, um, whether it's tasting the wines, going through what's going on with them, um, or uh, doing the processes. Um, I'm in the middle of uh, getting ready to bottle Long Beach's very first wine, which is our uh, Fume Blanc from Hawke's Bay, New Zealand, which is really exciting. Um, I can let you guys taste that today so you guys can get an understanding of what Long Beach's very first wine will taste like. What do you mean, what do you mean Long Beach's very first wine? So I made all these wines before the last over the last two years in Rancho Cucamonga, where oh, I'm from. Okay, and uh, and and I, I made it at our corporate headquarters uh, just to get ready for opening. Uh, but these wines that are in production right now are the very first wines of Long Beach. Wow! Holy smokes! And we're gonna try it. Is that what you said? I mean, we can do that 100%. This oh, is, I'm so in. This is a long way since when we were the first ones to shoot the dog. Yeah, true. <laughs> we've, we've really grown as a podcast, John. I can well, tell you that right now. You know, you grow up a little bit and you, you can see it right in front of well, your I've eyes. I've become a wine guy. I've become a wine guy. There's no doubt about it. Uh, I, I had a good question. You guys are definitely inspiring me to start my own podcast. I think I might get that started next week. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We've got to plug his podcast. Oh, yeah. What, you forgot about that. Talk, we'll also maybe talk about your dad. Because oh yeah, yeah. So pops and I. I'm sure he does something around here. Pops and I. Uh, I've known him since I was born. Really? Um, he's a good guy. Uh, good sure. heart, heart of gold, if you will. Um, he, uh, he, he's, he's definitely the, the, the backbone of this place a lot of the time when it comes to the, the communicating with the staff, hanging out with the guests. Um, but uh, when it comes to the winemaking and the wine side of things, that's definitely 100% me. So we make a really good team. Um, but uh, we're going to be starting our podcast called Tank Talk. Uh, we're going to sit here right in front of the tanks and uh, chat about the wine, chat about foods, different food and wine pairings, uh, maybe a little bit of this and a little bit of that. And who knows, maybe we'll uh, taste through the wines and kind of tell you what we're doing as well. So wow. kind of something different, something to put out there and, uh, and let the people kind of get educated and uh, enjoy this place a little bit more than they already do. Yeah, I think this is going to be our kind of a pod, honestly. Well, you should try we use it with the ladies. If you're thinking about tasting, I don't know, maybe like a pineapple with like a goat. Yeah, I don't even know how to say it. Dude, goat cheese. Your ideas. I, I need I need to write these down. Hold yeah. on a sec. Well, honestly, I could be running this place. You just oxid oh, oxa. How do you say it? Oxidization. Oxidization. I got one more question. Uh, how did like you become this guy? Like yes, yeah, that's a good question. This expert. So, uh, growing up, I was obviously uh, the average shithead, um, being, <laughs> be, being from my area of, of town, and uh, and I um, I met Pete Carroll uh, in my uh, junior year in, uh, in in high school. And, no uh, way. And and when I shook his hand, he shook my hand like I was uh, a dainty fairy of some kind. And uh, I was standing next to my uh, six foot three buddy, who he shook his hand like a real man. Okay. And from that day on, I actually dedicated my life to uh, becoming a sports agent. Okay. Um, Was so, this a true story? Is this real? I mean, come on, guys. I wouldn't just tell you nothing. <laughs> this is for something. Let's <laughs> be real. This is huge. And he, he just he, he, he made me realize that if you're going to be viewed that way by people, go out there and do something that you really think will be able to make a statement. And so I dedicated my life to being a sports agent. Uh, I went to Arizona State, um, and uh, I loved every minute of it. I was in the same class as James Harden. Sick bag, dude. Uh, yeah, he was, he, was, he was a good dude. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but from there, I graduated college, and uh, I worked for Lee Steinberg right out of college. Um, you guys would know him for representing Pat Mahomes now, um, but uh, he's just one of the super agents. It's real. They, they made, yeah, they made a movie about him. It's called uh, Jerry Maguire. I mean, I know, but like, are you, are you being serious right now? Yeah, I worked for Lee Steinberg for eight months out of college. Um, I was assigned to UFC, the one sport that I, uh, had, I didn't know anything about. And uh, I uh, talked to a gentleman by the name of Jose Aldo, 
and I wanted to bring him in for because he was a free agent at the time. Um, and uh, unfortunately, they just weren't ready for it. And so that moment, I just realized I was like, you guys, you could spend so much time on something, and one person can tell you no, and all of those resources are out the window. You got to right. move on to the next next thing, you know. Right. So that's when I got into wine. After that, that's when I got ba back into service, and then that's when I like a story I told you where I started behind the bar and worked my way up. And so I found a new passion, which was kind of cool. Wow, dude, that's awesome. How did like? How did your pops like start this? So there, how many how many Waters Edges? So my pops there? is the director of operations. So his best friend is oh, okay. the owner of Waters Edge Wineries. Okay. Um, he met him back in 2004 when he opened uh, our first winery. So it was a mom and pop shop that opened up in Rancho Cucamonga. Okay. Um, and that mom and pop uh, rose turned into Waters Edge Wineries in the future. It was sold off to the next owner basically. And these guys have opened now 11 different wineries around the nation, and we'll be at 18 by the end of the year, which is really That's exciting. Crazy. Wow. Um, so basically, what we're going to be here in Long Beach is kind of the hub so we'll be the uh, the flagship of the winery so basically anybody who goes and opens a winery from here on out will come through us um, they'll learn our service they'll learn our culinary they'll learn our winemaking in a real-world setting instead of just learning in a classroom because really guys how much did we learn in a classroom yeah nothing, <laughs> absolutely nothing well John did I like I said I'm done. John's a smart, smart guy yeah, yeah. John's a smart guy he's the smart we're all guy just trying to compete with him 100% so yeah, it just kind of turned into that. And then I, like I said, I grew, uh, uh, just planted my roots in the wine industry and just kept going. Um, I opened up a winery in San Juan Capistrano, which was fun. Uh, I was the GM and winemaker there, but I realized what the winemaking needed. So I dedicated myself to that. Um, and then from there, I going to Arizona State. I went back to Scottsdale to open up another winery within our system. Uh, that didn't go so well, so I moved on to uh, Oregon, where I got out of the system for a couple years, and I did two harvests up there and worked at a really fun winery up there that taught me a lot about our hospitality and just kind of how we handle things on a day-to-day -day basis here at the winery. So really good knowledge throughout the course of my career so far. I'm pretty excited to be where I'm Holy at. Smokes. Dude, yeah, this is sick. What a story. Very grateful. Yeah. A lot of gratitude. What stuck out similar journeys is like something didn't go well for him, and he said, and that's when I turned to wine. But like he was making it. Yeah, but he made it. You know, I started drinking it. <laughs> so this is, that's us. Anyway. Things don't work out. We turn to wine as well. <laughs> yeah, I started. But, I started on the bottling line. Uh, I kept yeah. a mop in my hand, and they never made me leave the cellar. So it turned into this. There you go. That's Dude, that's cool. awesome. What were your thoughts on Long Beach before coming here? Have you ever been here? I was very excited. Um, I felt the gentrification in the area was uh, starting to get to a point where uh, a lot of people would want to live down this way. Um, it's obviously not a real beach community because there's no waves. Um, however, you know, it is still a, a fun beach community to live in. A lot of good people. Um, my, my two years in Oregon, I uh, went to Portland quite a bit. And uh, Long Beach reminds me exactly of Portland. It's Portland weird with like a community factor to it. And it's a big city, but it's small at the same time. It's right. just, it reminds me a lot of it. It makes me feel like I'm kind of at home once again. I mean, I know from Southern California, but Oregon was definitely home for a while. Right. So, right. But, uh, but yeah, I think, I think Long Beach is, has, has put together uh, a great community. I think they're building up quite a bit. A lot of, a lot of high rises going up, a lot of hotels, a lot of uh, um, apartment complexes that have a lot of people in them and those people want to go somewhere and why not come down and enjoy some wine here at Water's Edge, you know? Absolutely. Uh, I knew we were going to hit it off when you were behind the bar and you started talking about 99 Bananas. I knew we were going to be good friends after that. There's some smells out there that you got to you got <laughs> to take it back a little bit. I've <laughs> had some 99 bananas. Before. Paul took it back to this weekend. I took it back to about 10 years ago, but I, I see what we're doing here. I get it. <laughs> All right, Colin. Thanks, man. This is awesome. Uh, oh, let's plug your pod one more time. 
It's, it's uh, yeah. So tank talk is going to be live on Instagram next week. Um, so watch for it on W E W long beach. Um, we are on Woo. Instagram, Facebook. Yeah. We should have done that. Woo winery, you know? <laughs> yeah. We winery. waters edge winery. W W. W E W Long Beach. Yeah, yeah W E W. Follow us there. We got all kinds of great events here. Uh, we do uh, wind down Wednesdays uh, tomorrow. Purchase anything between seven and nine p.m. and you receive a complimentary massage from Bob the chiropractor. Bob the chiropractor. We should have led with this. Whoa! What? These guys wanted to do the interview on Wednesday. All of yeah, a sudden, <laughs> definitely. Yeah, Bob the chiropractor sets up two uh, massage chairs upstairs, and it's a really cool thing to be able to experience and enjoy and just kind of relax, unwind in the wow. middle of the week. We really screwed this one up, didn't we? Yeah. And then obviously Thursday through Sunday, live music. It's always a cool thing to come in and enjoy. <clears throat> All the ladies, the sangria. What's the sangria deal again? Yeah. I forget. It's like bottomless, you said? Uh, no. So sang- uh, uh, sparkling, uh, rose, and sangria are $10 off a bottle um, okay. on Saturdays and Sundays uh, from 11 to 4. There you go. And, uh, and, and, and we usually let it trickle into all day on Sundays, but oh, don't ooh. tell anyone. Yeah, that's, well, see. You know. You know how it goes. Oh, okay. Well, all the listeners can, do, can, can take advantage of that one. Oh, and one last thing. If you guys don't have plans on Valentine's Day, you know, we're going to be having our Valentine's Day extravaganza here. Uh, it's oh. going to be a, a singles buffet downstairs, a couples five-course meal upstairs, and it's complicated on the patio. Oh. oh. I'll be on that patio. I'll see you on the patio. And... <laughs> uh, <laughs> Or do you just cruise singles right into couples? Uh, yeah, that's not that bad of an idea. Are you allowed to do both if, if you make the match? I mean, as long as you pay for it, I'm completely down with it. <laughs> I'm starting to think this is just like a business. <laughs> okay. Uh, Try the lines. You know it's more than a business, John. <laughs> All right, Colin. Thanks for joining us, man. This has been a great time. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate you guys. And uh, let's uh, try those other ones so you guys can uh, talk about those we'll later. T- we'll talk about them on 100%. Thanks, Cheers. man. Wow. Unbelievable. What a spot, dude. What a spot. I cannot wait to go back. My favorite part about the interview or my experience, I honestly think it was the escargot. That was underrated. Yeah, we had Escargo right after right after the yeah. interview. That was very good. I didn't well, I didn't know what to expect. I think I've had Escargo. I well everybody I mean, knows that I love everything. If it involves me being able to like eat it, yeah. I think I love it. But I don't know, dude. That fried goat cheese. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. That goat fried cheese. goat cheese, a little truffle with honey. Oh, oh man. I didn't know wineries were also food places. That's something that I learned. Yeah. What's something that you learned? I learned... I learned a lot of stuff. I learned a lot. Well, like, so is that what we're missing out on? So we buy... We were talking about... We buy cheap wine, me and you. Yeah. You get Carlo. I usually go to Trader Joe's, get some cheap cheap shit. Mm-hmm. And it tastes like wine. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah, Does yeah, yeah. all expensive wine taste flavorful? Because those were like... The Big Daddy Red that tasted like my grandma's jam was so good. It was. I want some right now. It tastes like breakfast. Yeah. You could just sip on that for breakfast. That white, whatever the hell, white wine with that tasted like straight butter. Butter and what? Oh, butter and oak. Butter and oak. That okay. was delicious. Like, are you? I've literally never. I've tried white wine and it does not taste good to me. I try that. It's the greatest thing of all time. Is that what you get when you start spending a little cash? I think so. I think so. Because we were talking, we did talk about it right after we our experience. What we get tastes like wine. While we were there, that tasted like other things. Yeah. Was that just because we had the knowledge now? Oh, maybe. Because knowledge is power. Yeah. But I'm not 100% sure about it. I'm not 100% sure. And 
the way that everything paired together. Well, it's phenomenal. Yeah, like, I, well, I didn't understand that that was actually a thing. I thought people were just being dicks about it, you know, just yeah. like, oh, this pairs well with this. I mean, let's be fair, that fried goat cheese paired well with anything. Yeah, like, that's true. I'm sure it paired well with the wine we had with it, but also, like, it paired well with probably freaking orange juice. Ladies. Oh, no, but you don't want to water down uh, alcohol, John. You want to add more alcohol. That's why mimosas aren't that good. Yeah. I'll mm-hmm. never drink a mimosa again. Never again. I'm gonna have a, a wine with some with some no sangria with a sparkling. That sangria something. was good too. Wow, I've had bad sangria. This was good sangria. You've had bad sangria? Yeah, I've had someone say, "Hey, try this sangria." And what you didn't like it? I mean, it wasn't because it was a little sweet. I don't know, but this was good. Oh, it was delicious, ladies. I know ladies like sangria. Mm-hmm. If you want a couple of experts on sangria, oh yeah, yeah well, well you know where to find just, us. Just well, give us a call. Yeah, five six two four three zero two seven three five. I mean, we'll answer. Leave a message if we don't. Leave a message if we don't answer. Uh, the patio is nice. Yeah. There's a front patio and a side patio. I didn't see the side one. It's nice. Very dog-friendly place. I did see the pictures. Mm-hmm. I did see the pictures. It's just it's just a great place. I want to live there. Well, I'm a member now. Yeah, that's true. I'm your guest. Yeah. That's big for me. <laughs> That's big for me. You how better you invite just, me, you son of a bitch. How often are you going to hit me up for that? All the time. Okay. All the time. <laughs> uh, it was right. pretty f- messed up. That Oh, and it was messed up because actually I took home the very first bottle of wine ever bottled in Long Beach. Yeah. The first wine ever made in Long Beach, the bottle is in my room. What is it called? It was like Fabu Blanc or something. The, oh, no, it's not the Alamitos. That's the one where he was, uh, that's his baby. The one he's making with the bourbon chips. Oh, yeah. You should have liked that one. You're a Kentucky guy. I didn't say I didn't like it. Oh, okay. It wasn't my favorite. <clears throat> right. It was well, good. I, I honestly can't get Big Daddy Red out of my head. I, that jam, the, the jelly jam wine was yeah. so good. Well, it hits now you. Now, the, the next day, it really like it really is still stuck with me. You ta- Well, you taste the the wine. I, I just keep saying oaky flavor because yeah, that's oaky, smoky. Yeah, oaky, because smoky. that's the only thing I kind of got from it. But yeah. then it just slaps you in the face with this jam. It's oh, it's a, you kidding me. It's fruit forward. Fruit forward. Yeah, yeah. It's a fruit forward it, wine. Yeah, yeah. See, absolutely. Y'all, you fruit backward sons of bitches, better get with it. All right, uh, that's it. What a time. Water's Edge Winery. You're gonna have to check it out. I don't know what to tell you. I mean, we're just gonna keep talking about it all for maybe for the rest of our lives. So. Mm-hmm. I might go to a winery tomorrow. I might go back. Well, so like the one thing that don't other wineries, aren't you always like in the middle of a vineyard taking a picture? Yeah. Okay. We still got to go to one of those. Okay. We have for the, for the video, for the, for the Instagram. Yeah. For the Instagram. Yeah. Okay. I can see that. But there's a water's edge winery in like Rancho Cucamonga, right? We oh, can yeah, go, we to, that go one. to that one. Yeah. But this was, ah, this was pretty Instagramable spot though. No doubt, no yeah, doubt, yeah. no doubt. I was getting it hot. Uh, you were getting it hot. Yeah, for sure. I'll be down. All right, you got anything else that you want to talk about? No. Let's move on. I got a couple of segments. We'll get out of here and enjoy our weekend. Okay, John? Uh, I, <laughs> I barely started the week, but I like it. <laughs> I got it. <laughs> I got a, I got a L do L no for you, okay? You ready for this? Oh, I saw this. Yeah. So there are plans for concessions. I'm thinking that's like a concession stand, right? Like hot dogs hot dog and guy. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. For at El Dorado Park. But people are pissed. People are pissed. The public is pissed. Yeah. And 
first, I did a little bit of research on this. It's not even like by the skate park. When I think of El Dorado Park, I'm thinking skate park, the baseball fields. I'm thinking freaking uh, the tennis courts right over oh, there. Oh, yeah. But this was uh, like El Dorado Park East, like by like Ward, off of Wardlow. Yeah, that's the nice part of the park. Is it? It's super cool. You have to have a pass to go. Oh, really? See, I haven't even been on That makes sense yeah, why I've never it, been there. It's awesome. So that's why people are pissed. The yeah. people with the passes are yeah, pissed. Yeah, I, I can't say because I saw it too. That thing was hot on like Facebook yesterday. Yeah. Everyone was getting pissed. Yeah. And uh, at first I was like, wait, don't change El Dorado Park. You crazy son of a bitch. But yeah. then it said like they want to serve alcohol. And I'm thinking, what, if I'm, what if I'm sipping on a nice water's edge wine You're right. in the middle of the park? Yeah, but lay down a blanket, little picnic. A little picnic action, huh? huh? Well, it doesn't sound too horrible, huh? No, it doesn't but at all. I don't want all these crazy people partying all day long, all night long, while I'm trying to have a nice time in nature so I can see both sides. Yeah, I could. I could. Because, as you know, because, <laughs> I mean, as you know, some of us can be drinking a nice little water, Big Daddy Red Water's Edge yeah. wine over there, and some of us can be crushing a nice old-fashioned watermelon four loco that you get from the store yeah and going a little crazy and i do like being in nature every once in a while people don't know that about me it's tough to be in the city all the time sometimes you, you just got to go to El Dorado park and just crush it you you are a nature guy and i kind of appreciate that about you uh but so I, what does this mean concession stand so they're going to sell like chips i think they just want to be able to do that i just every time i hear concession i think like the Pla- shitty tortilla chips with nacho cheese board. Yeah, <laughs> Plaza Little League. I mean, shit, we already do this. There's a Little League in the El Dorado Park. Right. It's already happening. Right. That's what I was thinking. Like, I felt like they already did that. So what's the deal? But you just, you cleared it up with the whole pass thing. How do I get a pass to the El Dorado Park you just pay East? Tw- you just pay 20 bucks. For a membership? Yeah, it's like super cheap. You just go to El Dorado Nature Center and pay. Twenty bucks for a year? It's not. It's just a. It's a parking pass. I think. Is it twenty bucks for a year? Yeah, it's like twenty five or twenty. Well, I can leave my car there for a year. Yeah, that's not that bad of an idea. <laughs> it's like Hope those he doesn't parking, get stolen. There's like those New York parking uh, centers. Yeah, I, I don't know what my thoughts are on this, because I think like if they're talking about like it would be kind of sick to throw events and parties there. If that's what they're talking about, I kind of want to be able to drink. You know, have a nice little, a nice little festival. Yeah. See, I'm reading this, and I guess people are pissed because trash. People will leave trash there, mm-hmm. but like, don't you want more people to enjoy the park that's available? Mm. And I know, like, so I feel like you just got to trust some people. You know. Yeah. People are gonna start throwing things away. Yeah. Or we could do a park cleanup. Yeah, Justin Rudd's got the. Beach cleanups. Yeah. Why not park? Why not park? It says wildlife have been choking on plastic straws and uh, entangled in fish lines. Well, do I got some news for you? There's no more plastic straws. We're changing into <laughs> paper straws. I can't believe that's the least of my worries. Who are, who are these people constantly? Every time something happens, they're constantly worried about a freaking bird getting tangled up. But I think like, are you worried about a bird getting tangled up? I got bigger worries. Yeah. Like myself. I'm worried about myself because, <laughs> yeah. Lord, yeah, I don't you're know. You're saying I'm going to get tangled up. I'm like kind of scared. I don't know if I'm going to be able to make it until like. I'm scared the bird's going to shit on me. Yeah. What kind of birds they got over there? I don't know. Any sick ones? Actually, people do go bird watching over there. There are some, there are some people that are a lot different than me and you, Paul. 
I don't. Can you imagine that's your thing? I'm not against it. I'm all for it. Oh, I'd love to be a bird watcher. But it's crazy. People are doing that on like Saturdays and Sundays. I'd love to be a bird watcher way more than I am right now, but I wasn't born that way. That well, maybe that's my 2021 New Year's resolution. <laughs> Go bird watching. I could I might be able to pull it off out the window right now. I feel like the down. only birds I've ever seen in my whole life are like hawks. I've seen crows, pigeons, pigeons seagulls. Parrots, those parrots that oh, are all real parrots that are rolling. What's up? There's just zero birds that sound. Have you ever seen a blue jay? I think I've seen a blue jay. Is a, a blue jay and a blue bird the same thing? Mm, I don't know. I've seen a hummingbird. But those, parakeet? I've seen a parakeet in the aquarium. A parrot? A parrot? I said parrot. No, you said oh yeah, you said parrot. Uh seagull. I said seagull. Oh nice. Crow. We've yeah, I said crow. Okay. So we've named ten birds. Owl. Oh, I've seen, I've an, seen owl. an owl. I've seen an owl. Not in the wild. Yeah. You don't see owls anymore. No. Like when you're in elementary school, owls are like, they yeah. make you think owls are going to be like one of the bigger things in your life. Yeah. They're like, they're like the hamster of the bird room, of the aviation uh, <laughs> Dude, animals. Our education is so messed up. How much time do you spend on animals when you're in like first grade? A lot. Don't you think you would just acquire that? Like, what do we learn about animals? A lot in first grade. But like, do we need to go to school for that, or can someone just be like, "Oh, that's a bird"? But I okay. think they're killing two birds. Well, this I didn't. Ah, well, I, I, okay, well, I didn't mean that. I didn't mean that. But they are killing two birds with one stone with like spelling and stuff, and it's like helping you read. But you know, like those, like everyone's like, "Why are we learning uh, the hypotenuse when we should be learning taxes?" Like, yeah. Like, why don't we redo everything? Because we should be. We should not have to go to a winery to learn about being a sommelier. Yeah. That should have just happened. I agree. I, I should have. I should have been a sommelier by now. A sommelier is an unbelievable job, by the way. People's at, people are just so stupid. They, they ask you questions. Yeah, they just they ask you questions about wine, and you just pull in a hundred thousand dollars per year. Any other profession like that, where just it's just your job is to just be a expert. I feel like that's like is most there a beer, jobs. Is there a beer sommelier? Coors Light sommelier? Yeah, probably. It's called. His name's Adolf Coors. <laughs> Ever heard of him? <clears throat> okay. Next. I got a 908 update. A couple of things. One, this is just 908 update on our lives. Okay. I think I might be the next executive director of the <laughs> Belmont Shore Business Association, which is yeah, sick. That is cool. I Have you checked Facebook? I haven't been on it since I posted that status about myself. Paul officially, well, he officially announced his candidacy my candidacy yeah on our podcast and then he officially announced on facebook next thing i know dd rossi's texting me <laughs> is, is paul serious about wanting to work in belmont shore i was like god damn it paul i don't know uh well first off it was a joke but i mean depending on the price shit i'll take it i'll take over yeah uh first order of business we're getting ai back is there a conflict of interest though because you're a downtown guy now yeah that's a good point <laughs> Wow. Can, well, can I take over both? Can I be a downtown business association director? And take over Craig Cogent's job? Is that what he do, does? Yeah. No way. Yeah. Oh, that's sick. Oh, we could be boys. We could go out all the time. Yeah. I'm way in. Well, if Craig Cogent can do it, shit, I can do it. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> Craig is sick, dude. Uh, wow, that's big news. I could take over that job. Yeah. Well, so I still don't know what it actually means. Like, do, how much work do I have to do, or do I just go eat at all these places because I, I can it. do that? Well, you got to Yeah, you just gotta probably shoot the dog once a month. 
I think you gotta yeah visit all the businesses and then just rule with an iron fist. Yeah, and then just hang out with Justin Rudd because he's always doing shit down there. Yeah, or I think Bill. Like, yeah, you gotta like you gotta welcome all his stuff, but then every once in a while just keep him be like, hey, Justin, step step off, step back. Yeah, you know what I mean. Oh, hang out with Harry Saltzgaver because it's your That'd spot. It's your spot, not yeah. Justin Rudd's spot. True, that's true. Yeah, you gotta you gotta appease Harry Saltzgaver. The make. I think every once in a while he writes an article and you just run down to his office and slam it on his desk and say. What the fuck? Yeah, maybe. You know, like in the movies. Like, don't blow me up like that. Okay, yeah. You know? Like Spider-Man. Yeah. You ever seen Spider-Man? Yeah. The old ones? Yeah. Where he's taking pictures? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that could be me. And then you might have to ride that, that bike for Archibald's up and down the street every once in a while. Whoop. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it advertises Archibald's. I yeah. I assume that's... Is that it? Yeah. Well, that sounds like it's a pretty good deal to me. I could pull that off. All right, you're in. All right. Things happen on this show, huh? Hey. Didi Rossi, I accept. Wow. I absolutely accept. Uh, <laughs> oh, 908 update. Again. I know this one's going to be. Yeah. Eric Valenzuela followed us on Twitter. Paul texted me, and when it was like late at night. Yeah, he followed us late. He's probably just, you know. Laying in bed, browsing his boys. Yeah, he probably just finished his third Modelo of the night. <laughs> Just to get him to go to sleep. He know? gave us the he gave us the Instagram and Twitter follow. Both me and Paul. That's so big news. when people say, "Oh, you're kidding! You're not friends with uh, Eric Valenzuela." Oh, we're not. Yeah, I because, feel like we're oh, best friends. We follow each other. I'm gonna. We, put, we both did. You follow him back? Because I did. Yeah. Okay. Uh, our, that's a stupid question. I. You know what I'm gonna do? Should we comment on a pick right now? Oh, that's not a bad idea. <laughs> The next time you post, I'm commenting. That's for sure. But I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm not a big Instagram story guy, as you know, John. Mm. What I'm going to do. <laughs> cannot relate. What I'm going to do is I'm going to post something sick, and I'm going to have. I'm going to put him on my close friends list. I'm going to put you and him on it. Oh, and that's yeah. It. Can you see other people's close friends? No. Oh, that's fuck, a good move. Dude. I've done it. I've put like three or four people on a close friends before just to mess with them. Yeah. That'd be sick. So just like. Oh, that's not bad. Him, him, Gallo, Gallo, and then like a couple of baddies. Ian Valenzuela. Okay, no, Eric Valenzuela. Well, his his handle. Oh, E-M. Is E-M. Yeah. What do you think his middle name is? Uh, Martin. Eric Martin. Eric Martin Valenzuela. That's not bad. Manny. Marco. Polo. Uh, oh, it's his. Uh. Oh, he's proud to be a girl dad. Good. I'll toss it a like. Wow. Oh wow, we're getting it hot. You don't don't he he's gonna he, you got to play hard to get. Well, trim like shit. Or do I just like more. all his picks right now? <laughs> <laughs> oh look, him and the wife. Oh, fifteenth anniversary to rock our family. So wow, sick. Basically, oh dirtbag season's coming up. I think didn't they have their alumni game? I wonder how Gallo did. Did pro- he pitch? Probably well. Probably very well. Oh, Gallo probably saw him at the alumni game and told him about us. I think that's mm-hmm. probably what happened. So that's big news. That's big news for us. Ooh. Oh, he's got a... Oh, look at this thing. Also... Custom Long Beach State cooler. I saw Michaela Maroney at uh, oh, yeah, Great Mex, John. Very sick. I just got a haircut. I looked unbelievable. I might be the hottest person in Long Beach right now. <laughs> uh... But I saw it in the window from the as I was walking to the office because as you know I got my car stolen I can't park down there in the garage anymore yeah. so I, you know where I park no, the, I hope the freaking government's not listening to this I know Bobby Garcia's listening to this because he's he just emailed me actually uh, I park at the YMCA 
But you know what? You know why it works? Because it always looks like I'm going to go work out because I'm always wearing basketball shorts. Mm. And so I park there. I look to see if anybody's there and I just walk towards the office. So it's actually a smart move by me on my part. So I'm walking away from the office to go to my car. I see Michaela Maroney in, uh, in great mix sitting next to some freaking Jay Brown, some jabroni, some non dude. He's the freaking non athlete. <laughs> and I'm not hungry, obviously, cause we got a game, but I walk in, <clears throat> give her a little like head nod. What's up? You know, looking hot. Yeah. And then I get to the front. I'm like, ah, actually, I don't want anything. I walk out and I give her another yeah, head nod. Yeah. 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 Wow. Well, you know, she's seen me before because oh. I've, I've seen her multiple times at some track events back mm. in the day. So I wonder how she's if, if she's just a mess right now after those the double head nod from you. Oh, she think she like slept last night. No, absolutely not. She was like, who's this? Who's this freaking? Do you think she's just been making that face that she makes? Yeah. For like the last 24 hours. Yep. Yep. She, you know mm-hmm. what she's doing is she's thinking about that scrub that she was with, and he, what she thought about was like, damn, the other guy could probably dunk on that guy. He looked like a really good athlete. Sad that that guy only took her to Taco Tuesday because he's cheap. Yeah, cheap ass fool. I'll take you to that winery any day of the week, yeah. Michaela Maroney, for sure. Take you to Great Max any day but Tuesday. Yeah. And play, pay full price. Also, I could back handspring. So, is it a back handspring? No, no. Round off. What's not as exciting, the round off or the back handspring? Because that's the one that I can do. I think, Ooh, by I the think, way. I think the general rule is gymnastics isn't that exciting, except for every four years. Yeah. Everything is so exciting. Yeah, I agree. Uh, So check the list of what's it call it, of the winery. Bang, bang, bang. There goes one of my things. Number two, sky high. Not sky high, but like, uh, you know, those little trampoline places. Yeah. I've always wanted oh, that to was go. on your. Yeah. Well, well, I could go with you if you want. It wasn't on mine. No, but you. Uh, well, you have to go with me. Okay. Unless I see Michaela Maroney very soon. I'm going to let her know. Okay. Uh, okay. That's all I got for the 908 update. Do you have anything else? Uh, no, I definitely wanted to touch on the Eric Valenzuela. Um, I feel like we've sort of found our third friend. Yeah, finally. <laughs> can't wait! Can't wait for him and you to go to Korean barbecue without me. Um, oh shit! So. Oh shit! It's like that, eh? It's like that. Well, I got to get back in shape, Paul. The wedding's over. The, uh, you know, the wine. I went to the winery. Yeah. And you know, it's back back to the meat of it. It's God, my favorite month. Guy. We have a little bit more this month, Paul. February. And then it's right into March. And then it's well. I hate that we have to always remind our listeners about the calendar, but we do. I'm not ready for March yet, dude. I can't I, like. I'm not either. I gotta go hard in March, and I'm not ready for that. Yeah, I either. gotta get to that sky high thing before March. I know that. I'm not picking Duke this year. I'm not picking Duke this year. Um, Even though they're so sick, John. Uh, I've made a decision. I'm gonna frost my tips for. Uh, for uh don't frost your tips. spring training all right spring you're not training. coming i'm not taking you water's edge winery if you have frosted tips well no no, i'm gonna cut them i'm just doing it for spring training oh, for in Arizona. One weekend? it's one weekend yeah okay. party time and i don't have to see you no you don't have to see me okay i'm gonna be so goddamn hot on social media though during my frosted tip oh, era man. i'm gonna be a new guy the confidence i have confidence already but wait till you see frosted tip me dude holy shit the thing is people love vacation john on instagram but then i get too drunk and i, I stop 
you know? Yeah. You see, you don't have to deal with this pro- problem because you don't actually like Vacation John, but I'm really letting a lot of people down. I like Vacation John. He's a good guy. A good guy. But then I just, I hit a wall and I'm like. I don't look at any of your stories. I just, can you send them to me separate? Because no, that'd be nice. I don't. I just don't. I'm not going to look at your stuff. <laughs> that's, not, that's just it. That's it. That's fine. Uh, so by the way. I guess, guess that's one difference between you and Eric Valenzuela then. Tomorrow, which is would be today if you're listening to this on Thursday, I'm going to uh, Riviera Country Club for the golf tournament. Oh, really? Yeah. Probably going to see Tiger Woods. Probably hang out with them, not to brag. I'm going for just the morning. Like, I got to leave because we got a game. By the way, that game we had was brutal. Wow. I know. I think that was literally the best game I've ever coached, though. Not like, uh, not that we did anything. That we were at. But like, we were at. Yeah. The I best agree. middle school game I've ever been at. And we. Ah! Proud of St. Cornelius. Lost. We lost. We Pr- lost. We proud lost. of St. Cornelius. But we. We had we got a player that's maybe the best player of all time. I t- dude, what did I say before the season started? I was like, yeah. this is the best player we've ever had. He's legit. I'm doing it. He's the most athletic hey, dude I know. That's it. Huh. Long Beach Hall of Fame. Oh, shit. Grant. Early. Calling Whoa. it for Grant. I've coached this kid for two years. I don't even know his last name. <laughs> but he's yeah. one of my favorite people on the earth. I don't know. What, what is Grant's last name? He sent Hidalgo? I have, I have his I have his phone number. I think it's Hidalgo. Grant Hidalgo? Is I that don't know. Wrong? I have his phone number. There's this kid in eighth grade, Grant. He's in the Long Beach Hall of Fame. He scored it. What we talked about, he had every point on a hockey hockey point. Yes. Yeah. He either scored or assisted basically every point yesterday. He's basically the Wayne Gretzky of basketball. My God. And we just try to not get in his way out there. Yeah. I'm only hurting the kid. You know, I think that I have a basketball mind, which, you know, I am, not to brag, but this kid is unreal. He knows more than we do. That's for sure. That's for damn sure. God. I wish, I wish, I just want to coach basketball with guys like that, you know? All of them. If we had five grants on our team, Long Beach Hall of Fame, shout out to this kid. You think Eric Valenzuela can help us out to get to be the head coaches of Long Beach State? Oh, that's our in. I think he could help us out. And Mauricio Ingracia. Dude, we could have some sick ass coaches oh at Long my Beach God. State. Are you kidding we're, me? Yeah, we're forming a good a good alliance. Two for two. And hey, we like Munson, but we're just we'll job swap with him. Oh, that's a he great take, idea. He can take the Cornelius job. He's funnier than us. He could do this podcast. Yeah, that's a great idea. That's a great idea. Holy shit, we've solved it. Munson, well, he, there needs to be two. So Munson and uh We could get his buddy that that transferred to freaking New Mexico or something. You know the guy that yells all the time? Oh, I miss that guy. He could be me, and Munson will be you. <laughs> That's not that bad of an idea. Or do Munson and Manfredi just take over this podcast? Yeah, I could call Manfredi oh sick. We got to get Manfredi on. We should get him on next. Oh, we can't probably, huh? Because he coaches at Long Beach State. Yeah, probably not. Maybe after the season. Yeah. Okay. But Manfredi, if you're listening, you want to go to uh, Warzich Winery with me and Paul, just hit us up. Yeah, let me know. Let me know. Okay. 908 Athlete of the Week. This guy's been a 908 Athlete of the Week, but I got to mention it again because this team is so hot. K.J. Fagan, former poly basketball player. He plays at San Diego State. San Diego State's 25-0 and right now. They haven't lost. So, if you're looking – like I said, if you're looking – You're going to choose him? I feel I, like so many people are going to choose him, and I just, I just don't see it. I want to. You don't see it? Are they going to be a number one seed? They're going to be a one seed. Well, if they just keep winning, they're going to be a one seed. Who's As in of conference? right now, Mountain West is like New Mexico – uh, like Boise State. You trying to tell me that Baylor's not going to beat them in the Sweet Sixteen? <sighs> Baylor looks sick. They wouldn't play to get in this in the Sweet Sixteen next to each other though, because they be they have their own regions. Baylor's a one seed. Oh, they are. Baylor's just, the number I just one pulled team. Pulled that out of my ass. I oh, didn't know. yeah, they're the number one team in the country right now. Oh, Baylor's sick. incredible. 
grown. Damn, if you so want, my, my sleeper pick is everyone's going to have? You know what's going to be sick, though, John, is that I don't think a lot of people are going to pick Baylor because it's Baylor. You know what I mean? Like, the people are going to yeah. take Kansas, who's going to be a one seed, and freaking, like, Gonzaga. Is Kansas going to be a – I hate Kansas. But if you take Baylor, they play grown man ball, bro. Mm-hmm. They have all, like, seniors. They're going to be sick. So that's – good. but also San Diego State plays grown man ball. K.J. Fagan's going to win Mountain West Defensive Player of the Year. I, and he's from Long Beach. He's from Long Beach. I Well, I think so. If he doesn't, then we got a problem. He just locks everybody down. That's tight. Which is sick. They're twenty five and zero. Just won the conference. I, I I'm gonna. They're gonna have a deep run. In when do the tournaments start? Like in March. In March, yeah. I oh, see. Can't I wait. can't. I can't say that I'm gonna put them in the final four because I have to see my bracket. Yeah, and you do they see, have a good matchup? I don't know. Let's be honest. You gotta see the tournaments. It's all about who's hot. True. True. People talk so much about that first Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, but what about the weekend before? That's when basketball starts, guys. Basically, if you're a, if you're a Big East team and you play on the first weekend like you're the fourth fifth seed in the big east but you win the tournament you're gonna win oh everything. god you're yeah. gonna win the whole thing that's usually what i say <laughs> kemba walker did it one time with uconn oh, i was my. like oh that i remember that uh, whole stretch. Gonna win. dude they ended up winning it and i made a lot of money because i was like oh i watched every game of this big east tournament kemba walker that was one of the greatest college experiences of all time yeah the kemba walker experience wow we were we were it was our first year of college i remember I like it was yesterday I can't wait for them to be talking in the Big East tournament. Or is it ACC where they play in MSG? Uh, I think the Big East plays it's the it. the Big East. Yeah. And they just say every other, like, and what a treat to be playing in Madison yeah, Square Garden. Yeah, always. I could, I could literally announce these games in my sleep. Doris it's the Burke, same thing every year. Doris Burke's doing the games. Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait for I miss her. Uh I, I actually have a couple more things to add. So, congrats to KJ Fagan. Good luck. I, I God, I hope they win it all. That'd be sick. Yeah, it would be sick. I'm rooting for him. I just don't know if I trust him. Future... Defensive player of the year in the Mountain West. You're welcome. You're welcome for me pushing that. My basketball mind is pushing that into the voters' heads. I got a couple more things to add. St. Anthony is playing in the open division for like the top, top, top division. And they're playing Sierra Canyon this weekend. That's where LeBron's kid LeBron's kid plays on that team. So it's Coach Cav. Versus LeBron. Versus LeBron. I'm taking Coach Cav literally every time. Yeah, 100%. 100%. What's Bronny's uh, beanie game like? Probably shitty. Yeah. Yeah, not as sick as Coach Cap. You know he's going to be rocking pregame beanie. <laughs> oh, my God. Are you kidding me? His Coach, outfit's going to be incredible. Do you think he's just having his assistant run practices all week while he just plans his outfit? Yep. Yep. If Coach Cap hasn't been at a freaking men's warehouse every day this week, I don't know basketball. Do you want to know what they're doing in this open division, though? It's like pool play. So they play. There's I don't f- like anything. About I hate. CIF. I'm I, sorry. I'm sorry, Rob. Weiger. Look, I'm I don't a, like anything about it. I'm a Rob Weigar guy, as we you know. Are, I know you are too. Guy. But I mean, some of these things are just ridiculous. The pool play thing is a joke. You play. It's four teams in each pool, and if you win your pool, you play in the championship game. That like, this ain't the World Cup, bro. What the hell is that? Yeah, I don't like it. I don't like it at all. I hate it. Give me head to head. I like the matchups. Yeah. Bro. You know? You got to beat every team if you want to win. Right. Let's go. God, it pisses me off. But I guess they want more games for these players or something. That, I mean, if you lose, you're out. If To me, if you're in the playoffs, you lose. We'll see ya. you. We'll see you next year. It's baseball season now, hey, bro. we've done it. I've lost in the playoffs. Oh, plenty of times. Multiple times. You think I'm sitting there saying I should have won the championship? No. I'm sitting there drinking a beer, saying, great season, boys. <laughs> <laughs> All right. See you. See you next year. See you. Maybe never. Uh, 
But that being said, good luck to St. Anthony. I hope they win. That'd be sick. Yeah, same. Uh, oh, one more thing. I talk a lot of shit on Mayfair, as you know. I, I, I strongly dislike Mayfair High School. It, oh, it, the fair? I, God, I hate it. <laughs> I hate Mayfair so much. <clears throat> but I want to give a little bit of credit here. Oh, God. To... They got a player on their team. His name's Josh Christopher. He's going to be a five-star guy. I don't know what school okay. he's going to. He hasn't decided. He's a joke. Everybody mm -hmm. goes to his games. He's unreal. I want to give a little credit to his dad, Josh Christopher's dad, because I was covering the uh, – quick humble brag here, whatever. I was covering the – remember the Redondo Beach tournaments back in the day that oh, we used to play in? Oh, yeah. So I was covering that, and Mayfair was playing some team. And I'm sitting next to his dad, and I'm, like, doing, like, stats and whatnot. And his dad was asking me, like, who are who am I, all this stuff. And his dad was like, my older son is a senior on the team, but my youngest son's a freshman. He was like, let me tell you, he's going to be a ridiculous player. He's going to be a top – like, he's going to be a top recruit. <laughs> his dad was telling me this, and I'm like, dude, fuck off. Yeah. Like, don't talk to me, bro. I, I like got no time for that. Yeah. But sure as shit, here he is. He's, like, the biggest deal of all time. And he's – everybody wants him. He was going to – I don't know where he's going. Probably, like – Kansas he's probably gonna or North Carolina he's probably gonna go to some ridiculous school he's a McDonald's All-American so it ended up working out John I give a little credit to that guy uh, don't be that dad I don't want you to be that dad but well shit he was right he was right well he went with the LeVar ball method yeah and that's been working for him mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I can't wait to have a kid and be a LeVar, LeVar ball dad do we do we put it out there that we'll let LeBron on the show if he beats St. Anthony. Yeah. I mean, it's not going to happen. True. Okay. The official invite, LeBron, you can be <laughs> on the show if Sierra Canyon beats St. Anthony. It's just like, stop hitting us up, dude. Yeah. Like, we get it. You want to go to Water's Edge Winery with us. Yeah, dude. we know that you're a sheesh guy, bro. We get it. Uh, I don't even know if we'll let him on the show, but I'll take LeBron, I'll take you to Water's Edge Winery. Okay. I yeah, can do that. That's fair. That's fair. It's a couple hours out of my life. Not yeah. a big deal. Yeah, it'll I'll be fine. It. You have to pay, though, you son of a bitch. Yeah. Yeah, Bronny. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> That's all I got. You got anything else? No. Okay, your rating for today. You did better today. Last week was atrocious. Well, I wasn't even here last week. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. That's true. Uh, today, today, 6.7. Getting oh. better. Getting better. Yeah. The interview was good. I mean, you weren't great during the segments today, but the interview you did well. Yeah. And you made a couple of funny jokes. Uh-huh. And right. <laughs> no, that's it. You're done. Okay. Okay. Uh, give us a call. 562-430-2735. Visit Water's Edge Winery in Long Beach. What in a time it invite was. Invite us when you go. Yeah, if you go, let us know. Tag us on Twitter if you do go. That'd be tight. Yeah. Oh, shout out to Daniel. Who's Daniel Votcom on Twitter. Who? This guy that keeps hitting me up on Twitter. Daniel Daniel, Daniel Villarreal. Daniel, if you're listening... DM me and we'll get you on the show. Wow. Well, he hit me up on Twitter and he said he knows that I'm a sommelier of schooners. And he said, are you? Yeah. And he said, John Grossi, 908, where should I get a nice schooner? And I said, Av3, Joe Jost, or the Annex. Wow, those are good. Those are good spots. Yeah, I'm a sommelier. Yeah, I'd be down. Okay, well, hey, there you go, Daniel. Yeah. Sick, man. Uh, Sure. Life is great in the 908. Shoot or shoot. So shoot your shot.
Time, y'all. You know what I'm saying? 